Welcome to Power, Strength and Vulnerability, the mental health podcast. It's time to make mental health a normal conversation with your host, Shane Kelton. Uh, welcome everyone to uh, podcast Power, Strength and Vulnerability, but we're co-creating this space today, so I've got Nick from Mind Health Bender. Yeah, well, you're actually playing the away game, so <laughs> we're at my studio, but um, yeah, obviously your podcast and... Uh, yeah, excited to do this because, you know, obviously I've been watching what you've done the last few years with the cricket matches and now with your book and stuff. Um, and everything that I'm doing is obviously a little bit different, um, but it definitely ties in because yours is a bit more heavier on the depression and suicide and stuff like that, whereas mine's more like that early intervention. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a really good crossover that sort of works. And that, that's where that's where my eyes and ears pricked when I saw your stuff on the socials. It was like there seems to be a gap here, and like I'll be fully transparent. I'm, I'm, I know you will as well. Like I feel like so many people go down the the path which we'll talk about today, and they end up in you know a really a lot of pain with depression, anxiety, suicidal tendencies because there's so much stigma around you know you. Have, allowing yourself to have a drink and allowing yourself to gamble and I'm not going to say allow yourself to take drugs but create a space where there's no stigma attached to it because a lot of people go down the path and then just don't want to talk about it because they feel like they're going to be in trouble or there's going to be this judgment from people who don't believe in drugs or don't believe in whatever yeah um, definitely so I felt like when I saw your stuff I was like I need to know more and I watched the videos and then you reached out and I was like, oh, hang on, here we go, all right, there's something there. So what what is what you do? It's Mind Health Bender. Take me back to when you first started working in this space um, because I want to know why and where this started. So before even the name, before the yeah. title, before all this... It's years ago, to, that's for sure. So. Oh, I want to know, yeah, yeah, back then. So... For me, it was more uh, an interest in business and internet marketing and yeah, marketing in general and stuff. I was actually gonna do like behavioral economics degree um, and looking down that road. And like, I've always been interested in human behavior and um, yeah, like selling, marketing, all sort of things, business, but also like just how things work. Like, you know, when you travel around, so I was always in that space and like, I was, like I'm an electrician by trade and sort of knew that I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. But the more that I sort of started looking into it and stuff about mindset and stuff, um, the more I started to see it translate in regards to everything came back to mindset and everything about human behavior and feelings and the human experience or whatever. So the more I started to learn about psychology and things like that, the more I got interested in actually feelings and how we actually perceive our lives. Um, so then I started to sort of go down that road of what I was actually gonna do. And yeah, I went and saw a few people, um, got some advice from a few mentors and stuff. Actually went and saw Tom Bellew was speaking in Melbourne um, on stage who I watch all of his stuff. And there was a girl, um, Zara, Shade Shade Zahari was talking in she'll kill me for this, but anyway, <laughs> she uh she was talking in front of him and she's awesome. She's got like her own um business in the mental health space and 
also like about the women in business space and psychology and stuff like that. And she was speaking on stage and she was awesome. So I reached out to her and um, yeah, she said she'd done the positive psychology diploma. Another one of my friends um, from up in Brisbane had done it as well with Sue Langley. And yeah, that got me thinking about sort of like how could that translate the internet marketing stuff and like the online courses, but also in the mental health space. Um, and that's where the journey began. I did a diploma in positive psychology. Um, I also backed that up with a certificate in neuroscience of mental health and did like an advanced meditation course as well. And during that time over those few years was where the Mind Health Bender idea came apart. It was like, all right, well, how can I, the gap that I sort of saw was everything that speaking about mental health is very serious and hardcore in regards to like, you know, catching people that were suicidal and hard depression, which is obviously very important. There's a very hippie vibe, like which is also, you know, like meditation and ice bars on the beach and all that stuff, which is awesome. But that sort of market is already interested yeah. in that market. Um, and then the other one was very corporate, like obviously big corporate companies getting people in and you know, whether that's to do with their mental health or the productivity of the company, who's to say, but yeah. you know, there's some awesome stuff happening in that, but obviously a very, you know, a lot of money to be made in that industry as well. Um, so yeah, it just sort of struck me. I've grown up going on footy trips, drinking <laughs> with the boys and stuff. Also coach footy at the moment as well. So like the amount of guys that I've had in my own teams and stuff that have come to me that are struggling, but probably not to the point where they need to start seeing psychologists and that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where the idea came from. It was like, all right, well, how can I get to that market? Because everyone has their struggles at points in time. And like, yeah, it was like, all right, how can I get to the people that might not be to the point where they're suicidal or, you know, full depression or whatever, but they're feeling flat more often than not. And they're starting to struggle. Like what are the things that they can implement to actually experience life better and improve their well-being? And yeah, so that was the crux of it. And then it was like, all right, well, how do I sort of, my, my idea was like mental health for normal cunts was my, <laughs> my sort of idea. But I'm like, how do I get that across? And I thought, you know what, I've grown up drinking and smashing bags and, you know, having nights out on the gear and stuff like that. And it's pretty much culture these days. So I thought, stuff it. That's where the mind health bender idea came from. It's an inch. I don't know where to go with this. The first thing that pricked my ears up was the courses you've done because... I think there's probably a lot of people who would be like, really, you've gone out and like educated yourself on this because you are like, as you say, you're, the, you're sort of that typical male, you coach footy, you tradie, you're just going from the outside as a perception and like we've coached and played against each other once, which I'm looking at you. you yeah, know, we might have to talk flag. about that later. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a, there's a huge respect for you as just a, as a bloke. And I think that's important part of what you're doing is the man behind it lives it. And I think you've done the work um, by being in it and being around it at footy clubs and um, with your mates and stuff like that. But you've also gone out and done the research, which is, I think that's the important connector here. And that's what I saw um, straight away is what you were saying resonated on. And obviously a lot of the stuff I do is that deeper stuff you talk about it is a softer way of going about that approach. And as you said, to, to get the people who don't necessarily need, um, 
I guess, hardcore intervention at that pro, at that time and place. And I go back to when I was coaching and there was people who needed that, they needed therapy, they needed whatever. But what you've done, and, and I've done it, and we'll talk more about that um, throughout the chat, but this seems to be for those people doing it and, and watching it who are still relatively happy but just might go through those dips. And I think we all go through those dips, as you mentioned, and it's okay to have a weekend off and this is normalizing that so to speak yeah allowing these people and i think while we're not necessarily condoning people go out and do this all the time we're living in reality this this is this is what you're doing um and i keep pointing at the wall but what you're doing is living in reality the reality of the space of the world we live in today this is what happens and the more we don't talk about that reality, the worse it gets. So those people that are going out on the, getting on the bag, drinking every weekend, if we're not creating, and when I say normal, normalize it, it doesn't mean everyone should go out and do it every, every weekend. Yeah, of course. But that is what's happening. And if we can't talk about it, guys and girls won't say to their mates, hey, I'm having a weekend off because I'm starting to feel a bit shit. And what this, this is, I think, doing um, is creating that that space for people to say, you know, have a weekend off, I don't feel myself. Yeah. And stop them from reaching that depth. When you when you thought of Mind Health Bender, what were the things and who were the people you reached out to start to get this thing up and running? So, yeah, one important thing you said there about the connector in doing the study, um, like, yeah, I've done the diplomas and stuff like that. In my mind, I was still nowhere near qualified <laughs> for. And I think that was an important part for me because like there's real value in somebody that's lived like experiences and, you know, similar to yourself, like you connect with such an audience because you're so vulnerable and you've got that lived experience and you're so open about it. Um, but there's also obviously the importance in facts and like making sure the science is behind it and stuff. So, um, all the program is all that I've I've actually reached out and hired psychologists and neuroscientists to deliver the program. So it's not me just saying, this is what I think, this is what you should fucking go and do. Um, so I think my my strength is connecting that, yeah, that real life to like the experts yeah. and giving them like short, sharp, five minute tips that they can do and can, you know, implement into their own life. So. The first person that I reached out to seriously um, when I'd sort of jotted down my ideas and stuff was my teacher, Sue Langley, um, from the Langley Institute. She was, she's like a legend in the positive psychology world. She flies around the world and um, speaks on the subject all over around the world. And uh, yeah, I did her diploma. She started the first diploma in positive psychology in the world, I think, or definitely in Australia. Like it's a government recognized course um, that you actually leave with qualifications from. And I just pitched her my idea in regards to, um, just cause obviously she's got such a huge network of psychologists and stuff that, that do her program to see if there was anyone that she would knew that she would be able to connect me with. Um, and just told her my idea. And she actually gave me so much confidence because she turned around and said, look, you'll be able to hit a market that I can't. Because if you asked all my mates who Sue Langley was, they have no fucking idea, right? <laughs> but like the information that she, like, you know, she's been on TV, on shows like Mind Hack or Body Hack, I think it's called, yeah. on Sam's and all that sort of stuff. Um, 
so but yeah i mean to a market of the lads sitting around you know um drinking beers at the footy club on a thursday night they don't know who she is so it's like all right how can i connect the valuable information over here from the professionals to my mates that are sitting at the table and it's not even like i think just because of the way i've delivered it as well it's been a very footy club yeah blokey sort of vibe but um it's definitely not it's for women as well um and that's why i've got kim my wife to shoot a few videos as well because i think there's also a very big need for this um with mothers especially mothers and women in their 30s and stuff that you know they have a baby and they think it's going to be you know you get sold that it's going to be the best time in your life and you know like some of them find themselves you know struggling and stuff like that and maybe losing a bit of their identity and stuff so this is definitely not just for people that go and smash bags every weekend and, and drink beers and whatever like it's definitely for everyone um that's just the marketing angle that i've took in regards to like you know because everyone can relate on some level to like partying and having a big weekend and drinking and whether they do drugs or not is totally irrelevant but like yeah they've probably got some connection or they've definitely got some friends that do it so what's well, that and you speak about in the program it's that um why do men sit around and drink and then they express their feelings and i admit you touched on that in a couple of the videos in the program and it's the same what you essentially what you're saying is men are trying to connect by doing that and the same with mothers i know they find it hard because all of a sudden they're at home with their child all the time there is no adult interaction yeah. so you lose that connection so essentially it comes back to one thing and it's connection and what I, what I love about what you're doing is you're connecting in a different way and you're allowing other people to have that space to connect. I wanna ask you, was there any fears bringing this program to life? Because this these conversations, like we're openly talking about stuff that people don't even like listening to, their ears shut off, they don't even wanna know that this is reality and I, I, I'll happily throw my wife under the bus here. Um, we did, um, we spoke about this one day and I, I did a survey um, and basically people from different footy clubs did the survey anonymously. Yep. And as you spoke about the culture behind it, it, it was everywhere. And I said to her, like, how many people at this sporting club do you think, you know, might've taken drugs before? And she's like, oh, maybe four or five. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, oh, and she's like, I probably don't want to know do i i'm like probably not i'm like and i think that's okay too like if you're not and she hasn't yeah, done course. it like so yeah. it's it's better for her just not to know like it's okay but how, how have you gone about that process about putting these videos up knowing that hey people are going to see that i'm just being completely vulnerable about this yeah um to be honest in regards to like the like because obviously i've come out public and said that yeah that's like i've been getting on the gear and you know having benders and stuff for ever since i was 18 <laughs> yeah, 19 yeah, basically yeah. whereas now it's more like you know i'm not eating pingers at nightclubs <laughs> until five o'clock in the morning i might have some mushrooms and meditate or something yeah, so it's yeah. changed a little bit in that respect and obviously i'm a lot more mindful about it and because i've researched now what it does to your brain so it wasn't a fear around that. Um, I had to come out and tell my parents <laughs> like, before this all went public. 
um, which obviously was a bit of an interesting conversation, but like I knew that they were going to be realistic and well, support I, me regardless. I like, haven't told my parents and I'm about to share a book to the world. So. Yeah, well, there you go. But it's funny, like it's a conversation that I was never really afraid to have, but because at the start, like we didn't have that conversation and then over, over time, you're like, oh, well, it was just, then it just became what it was. So I'm actually just glad that I'm a bit more open. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't, didn't really, wasn't never afraid of coming out and talking about that sort of stuff and the backlash that I'm going to cop in like, you know, like they talked about TikTok being a volatile place and you saw that straight away. Like I had a few videos that hit over a million, like 5,000 comments of it and most of them were bagging the fuck out of me. It was interesting because you see the people that get triggered. Like yeah. they were in the videos, if you actually listen to what I say, I never tell anyone to do anything. They're like, who the fuck are you to tell me this and that? I'm like, whoa, you know, you're a bit triggered. The biggest thing for me was um, one, the fear of like, if what I'm doing is, not legal, but like, what are the ramifications of people coming at me? Like if I say the wrong thing or give the wrong advice, which is why I've been so methodical with like having psychologists deliver the videos and stuff like that. Um, and two was more just the fear of failure in a business sense. Mm. Like it was, it was never really like, does the idea suck or are people gonna like, because when I sat down to build it, my thing was, and I've had failed businesses in the past in the internet marketing space and put me in a fair bit of debt or whatever, but I was like, if I built something and it doesn't make a cent and I put in say 20 or 30 grand or whatever it is to build this, um, and I build something that I'm proud of that I could give to my mates, that I could give to my kids when I grow up, at the end of the day, if I just, if it's just all free and I never make a cent out of it, um, I'd still be proud of it, yeah. and which is the case. So I think that was what was the key ingredient that like, yeah, fuck it, I'm all in, even if this wasn't a business or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm all in on this because I totally believe in the idea. I think I can get a message across to a few people and I've already had people email me telling me their story and stuff like, you'd be amazed or you wouldn't be amazed because no, you, you'd get it all the time, but like, you put something out there and you do not expect where the things are going to come from. Like people messaging you that you didn't even know you were friends with them on Facebook and like giving you that support and people uh, like offering investment and stuff (laughs) like that. So that that's been awesome. Like the support that I've got and the, yeah, the messages from people like already the whole exercise has been worth it for sure. So, so what is it? What is the Mind Health Bender? Mind Health Bender, yeah, that's probably the, the one thing that I haven't really conveyed very well to, but, to people at the moment. But I think it's so important for people to know why and where, and because it, it is authentic, and I wouldn't be sitting here if I didn't think it was authentic. Yeah, well, I so, mean, you've been through and have yeah, a look at it and stuff. Yeah, and I, so. I've been through it. Yeah. So I, I, so I can probably answer the question, but yeah. I'll, I'll leave it to you. Because, yeah, no, definitely. Um, we as subscribers or people that go through this will take different things out of it as well so you know this isn't a pitch but it almost is like what what is it and who who's it we've touched on who's it for a little bit but you know and i'll say why i love it first in a way is because it doesn't take too much time away from your life um as as a busy parent and sometimes you know as a 20 year old you don't have time in abbreviated marks and you don't want to put time into stuff like this so you know what is the program because i i feel it's 
um, something that anyone can actually just do. Yeah. Really. So it's two things. So essentially, first and foremost, it's an online program that teaches people strategies that they can improve their mental health and well-being. Um, but it's done in a way that is not hardcore and people can implement it into their daily lives with habits because the biggest thing is habits like you know and i've done all of them like the ice bars <laughs> hours of meditation like i'm i trial everything and I, I love that space and like i'm always trying new different things or whatever as most people are you know like had mate call me that oh i'm doing cold showers every day now and things like that which is awesome and they do have a positive impact yeah. but alternatively what happens is your habits creep in because we don't understand how strong your habits are and then the hard things go away so the online course is strategies that can be create a habit really quickly and they're small and easy to do so like for instance um and that was i speak about sue um, when i pitched her the idea just to see and she gave me that confidence she actually offered to do a few videos which was um, which was amazing. So she, one of the videos she does is just about regulating your emotions through your breath work. So literally things you can do in a few minutes if you find yourself triggered or angry or whatever, how you can change your physiology with your breath work um, and change your state of mind before you start making stupid decisions. So they're, they're all little strategies that can be implemented five to 10 minutes a day that can become habits. So that's the outline of the, the course. Basically, it's like about 16 different strategies that you can implement. But it's also a weekend, and like you said, it's an excuse to have a quiet weekend. Yeah. So it's almost like I'm saying to you, here's your excuse, because you can say to your friends, sorry, I can't do anything this weekend, I'm doing the Mind Health Bender. And it's just a weekend for you to carve out, and it's all delivered online, so you just do it from the comfort of your own home. Um, and I, one of my videos is whoever you'd share a bed with or a bag with, bring them along for free, so you can do it with your partner or a mate or a friend, um, get them to come and do it with you for free. And literally, it's, like you said, it's quick. So the sessions only go for like an hour to yeah. an hour and a half, and there's four sessions. So it's a Friday night, a Saturday morning, Saturday night and Sunday morning. Um, and then you can design your weekend however you like, but you're encouraged to eat a bit healthier. It's not real strict or anything. It's just eat a little bit healthier. Yeah. Don't drink, don't get on the bags that weekend, have a weekend off, get some better sleep. Um, you know, if you play footy, you could do it, watch the videos in the morning, go and spend the day at the footy club and then that night come home and have a quiet night. So it's not stopping your yeah. life, um, but it might be a decision for you to go, all right, well, today I'm actually gonna do something, switch off. You might have a real busy business, like switch off and go through the videos and then you've got all the time to spend some family time or whatever. So yeah, it's an online course, but it's all over in four hours, in, yeah. in four one hour sessions. Um, and it's just a weekend that you can have to yourself to like, regroup, retrack, and just break that cycle of like, you know, out every single weekend. And a big thing that I haven't spoken in my marketing, but will be coming down the pipeline is got nothing to do with having a bender or drugs and alcohol at all. Business owners, like how much is your business consuming you? Like, yeah. are you um, missing out on time with your kids? A lot of business owners, like I do this for my family, but how much time do they take because it sucks you in doesn't it so yeah. there's little strategies in the course it's like all right you're a busy business owner i can't say to you oh you know go and spend hours doing meditation and whatever but here's a strategy that you could just implement in 10 minutes yeah. with your kids 
per day and all you gotta do is just change your whole schedule by 10 minutes per day and it could have massive impacts yeah. on your mental health uh, i think going through it and seeing what you're doing like that's what i noticed as well is that it's not just for those that um yeah have big weekends every weekend it, it literally does work for everyone because it's an educational tool which then people can take away what they want into the future now yeah, definitely. I, as you said like being in this space for a while so i knew everything like that came across but also it was a good reminder for me so for for me to go through that process just those cues because as you mentioned before you fall back into your old habits like we fall back and i i don't want to be quoted on this but i think it's around 96 percent of what we do every day is habitual we don't think about it we just do it so four percent is our conscious mind so doing this weekend for me so my experience as a whole and you can feel free to ask me any more questions as well but was it was again that reminder of all these things that i've only started learning in the last eight nine years but for 25 30 years before that i was doing all the opposite stuff to that so you fall back into those old patterns pretty pretty um, quickly when life gets a hold of you and as you sort of mentioned you know busy business owners um mothers people that don't have the time or perceived time it allows them a couple of quick strategies and i know one of the videos talks about physical exercise and it's not about going out and doing a marathon it's about going into the gym and doing five ten minutes of exercise yeah not a 45 minute workout it's about just getting the body moving again which we get so consumed and especially before kids and especially before we become business owners we get to the gym five days a week for an hour two hours for some people life gets busy and then they just stop doing it because they don't think there's benefits to it but it's like hey just do 10 minutes of movement yeah there's no well i was gonna say there's no there is science behind just moving for 10 minutes yeah. you know rather than doing absolutely nothing so i think that's what i took out of it and i know um as you sort of mentioned that saturday morning i, just, I was like oh, i'm just gonna eat that little bit better or i'm just gonna do that little bit of breath work and then my kids got up and I was just so thankful I'd done it before yeah. they got up. So I was yeah. just, I was more mindful for the whole day, which then led into a better Sunday. And then the videos on top allowed for that sort of counter right through rather than a four hour session where you feel the motivation for 24 hours and then you just sort of swindle it. it. Disappears, yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because, um, and I've got a question for you as well in regards to your perception, because you understand so much of this, is like yeah like when you are studying it and, and you're like i know all this and like even i have thoughts like well people this is so some of these things are so simple but then you speak to people that obviously haven't been studying it for years and it's like oh this is an awesome breakthrough moment or whatever um but yeah it, you have to be constantly reminded so of one of the psychologists megan who does the bulk of the videos in the program and she sent me through all the stuff and she's talking about sleep and talking about you know making your bed sacred or whatever for sleep or sex and like don't bring your work to bed or whatever and ironically i'm building this program i'm living it day and night and i'm sitting in bed with stella's asleep and i'm lying in bed 
reviewing all her stuff and sending her notes. I'm like, I'm breaking the fucking thing <laughs> that I'm telling people to do. So it, it's not just knowing it, it's making it habit and stuff. So like, you know, I've even felt myself while I've been building the program to teach people how to not, to breaking these rules. So I've had to remind myself a lot of times, like, right, put it down, just break out for a little bit and do the things that are in the course. But I guess the question that I've got for you is how did you find, because obviously, you know, for years and you've been studying so much in regards to depression and suicide and like the the deeper sort of side of things with mental health. And like you said, you already knew all those little things. How did you find the crossover? Was it like, I already implement these because you've got to do further things when you're like struggling that deep depression? Or was it still a helpful thing to be like, all right, there's times when I can just implement these easier strategies. Like, with interesting question because, oh, because I could go two ways with it. But in terms of, it was it was extremely helpful because, despite knowing it, you still don't always live it. So, and when you get it from different people, so I'd never sort of seen the people in those videos before. They might have a, just a different way of explaining it to someone else that you've done it with, which might be in a more intense environment than what that is. Yeah. So the different spaces, the different environments give off different energy vibes. And for me, I went in doing it as if I didn't know anything and I hadn't learned anything. So it was like this way of like thinking, what do I know? What am I doing? What am I not doing? am I feeling good at the moment? And I was like watching those videos, I was like, actually, I know that helps me, but I'm not doing it, why? And then as you sort of watch the video, you start to sort of see why you're not doing it, which then allows you that to go a bit deeper within yourself. So that's why I liked it. And that's sort of what I got out of it. I don't even know if that answers the question. Hopefully it does in a way, but for me, it's, you never stand in the same river um, twice because the water has changed and you have changed. Yeah. So going over this stuff, I think is really important no matter where you're at. And I think the level of happiness and health doesn't necessarily need to be, I'm in a really bad place to do this. Yeah. And I was in a pretty good place when I did this, but I still got something out of it. And it was that reminder, hey, you're actually doing okay. There's a couple of things here which you can probably start to implement again um, because they've drifted off or whatever. So yeah. it was that reminder. And I know with this, and I did um, a workshop last Sunday night, um, which will be well and truly by the time this is out, probably be a few Sunday nights ago. But I'd done all that before, but it was great to just be mindful in that space again because we don't, as humans, sit in that space very often. Yeah. So it's important to keep reintegrating myself back into that space because the reality is, and I know from experience that I thought I'd gotten through depression and gotten through anxiety and gotten through suicidal tendencies. Then you get caught up in life. You forget about these simple things, which seem very, very complex in the dark, when you're deep, dark depression. But it's that reminder that, hey, I still need to check in with myself and it's a very soft way to check in it's just education and that's what i probably got out of it more than anything is that and i'm very big on this is from kids up 
the importance on this is educating them. So, and I probably do shout out to him quite a lot when I chat, talk about this stuff is Matt from Mindful Oz. He's very big on educating our children on emotions and feelings. And yeah, definitely. once you start to understand that, you start to understand why you're doing stuff. And I felt like the Mind Health Bender did that. It, not to kids, but it taught 18. Well, I can't 15. really push it to kids. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing bags of coke around. But... Hopefully, hopefully um, but for that, that age bracket, it's, hey, this is the education you probably missed out on a little bit because yeah. of fear of your parents actually talking to you about it or fear of you standing up to a mate and saying, I actually don't know what this is doing to my body, so I don't want to do it. Rather, you just fucking flick it in your mouth and off you go and three hours later, you have the time of your life. Yeah. And then 12 hours later, you're like, oh, gee whiz, why don't I do that? But you do it again and again. That, for me was what I took out of it was the educational side of it but it's not it's not brainwashing it's not opinionated it's not you have to do this it's just like here's some information do with it what you will yeah it's not I'm not here to force you to do it I'm, and that's where a lot of people find problems is there are someone saying don't take drugs don't have a you know massive weekend stop gambling yeah rather here's some information your choice what you do with it and I think that's the important side of it because for you no ego i'm not forcing you to do anything here's just some information whereas when ego is attached there's something in it for me and like as a someone who's created this or created something you must get something out of it you must give me a review you must stop having weekends on the on the gear and give me feedback it's like here's some information if you run with it, that's on you. If you don't, that's on you. Yeah. But I'm just going to do whatever I can to maybe, you know, stop you in your tracks or just open you up to a, a different side of life. And um, I think that's why I like it so much. Like I've got a lot of mates at cricket and um, through sporting clubs who I'd probably, you know, I look at this program and go, hey, why don't you just do this instead of going to see a therapist? Yeah. Because I don't think you need to see a therapist. I just think you need a weekend just to learn a bit of stuff about what's actually happening. Yeah. Because therapy is intense. You go in deep, you go dark. Some people need it, and you know what? I'm going to say it, some people don't. Yeah. Some people need something that just breaks it or just helps them, and that's the definite... I mean, everyone's definition of health and happiness is going to be completely different. So. Well, I think one thing that you, you know, like is... It's not for anyone to say what anybody else needs, but you just need something that you resonate with, yep. don't you? So, like, yeah, and that's why I'm big um, on, like, the online education and, like, courses and stuff. Because I think the biggest things in life you never get taught, like, at school. Like, they t teach you all, like, how to get a job. But, like, you know, when you're talking about money, health, <laughs> sex, like, you learn it all through the fucking people that you're around. Like, you don't learn it formally or whatever so yeah like just having that extra education and trying to educate yourself on different topics and like hopefully this is what it does like this was what i designed it for is like you said it's not to ram it down anybody's throat um just have a bit of fun with it and I'm, i like the marketing route that i chose because i can be open and it doesn't matter i'm a fucking whatever like you know from swearing from talking about drugs and whatever like i don't I don't have to have a filter um because at the end of the day like you said earlier it's it's real it's reality what's happening like you can turn a blind eye to it or you can you know and like i think the people that are there saying right 
you need to fucking get off the gear. You need to stop drinking. To a certain crowd, they're important as well. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's all important. Yeah. So hopefully this just fills that gap of like right, you know, you're not to that point where you know go and whatever. Like if you're gonna go and get on the bags on Saturday night with the boys, enjoy your night. Just try to like not get too cooked or whatever. Um, but you know, this is here if you decide if you wake up on the Monday morning and you fuck, I've been doing this five weekends in the row. Maybe I need to pull my head in a little bit and just like, why am I starting to get a bit more agitated on a Wednesday? You know, when I'm getting pissed off at things that maybe I might not get pissed off at usually or whatever. Or you know, you wake up feeling like you've got a bit of anxiety and it's still happening on a Wednesday or whatever. Maybe that's time that you're like, oh, maybe I've been giving it a bit of a tilt too much. Maybe I should sort of back off and learn some strategies that are going to sort of sway me in the other way and be a bit healthier. And that's like, I'm, so I'm picturing mates who I've seen, you know, go through that and, and you, you go, there was probably a point where they just had, if they had one weekend off, maybe something could have been different because they've reached that point, as you say, Wednesday, agitated, anxiety, and that, that affects work and that affects family life and that affects all these other things. So is it i guess following their values and their beliefs and where they want to go moving forward and i think that's when this is a really good thing because it's like we get being with your mates and having a few beers at the pub and that is actually really good for you yeah but maybe not doing it three months in a row or three nights a week or whatever it might be because that's now starting impacting on the rest of your life which leads you into a path of, of destruction and denial and things aren't going well and I think we probably both know that when you're at your best, you're not doing it all the time. Yeah. But you're still having a good time when it's, you know, it's there. I think we all have boys' nights and girls have girls' nights. Like, it's still really important part of who we are and society and connecting. And Definitely. Um, there's just ways that, you know, you can not reach that point of darkness or... Um, slow yourself down to allow those other things to flourish in life essentially so that you know I, I still remember um, I went probably a lot deeper into it but had like 12 weeks where I didn't eat any certain products and I was exercising and, and it's well before kids where you could do all of that stuff but yeah. like I ended up getting a pay rise my boss was like mate the way your work has been in the last three months compared to the previous three months have a pay rise and that that's i think what this this can do is it just can be that little breaker for that circuit breaker for people where they go oh realign my values a little bit yep no still enjoy it so i'll keep doing it or actually i might you might do this once a month i might have a weekend off once a month yeah exactly and so as i said before you're not you're not preaching it you're just saying this is your options this is the education this is what's there and the videos are because I'm not, despite doing a lot of work in this field, I still need the dumbed down, non-scientific <laughs> versions, versions of it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what it does. It's yeah. like it's very basic. It's like clearly you've got intelligent people who could have used all these big words and fancy descriptions, which yeah. for the audience you're going for. No, I think they've done a real good job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like when I got all the videos back um, from Megan, she's a legend. Um, psychologist who did the bulk of it and obviously um, Sue and a few of the others like yeah I was I watched them and I was like because you never know have I explained it properly what uh, and I'm like 
I was like, this is perfect. This is pretty much exactly what I had in my head. And for people out there, like, yeah, it can be the catalyst for whatever they want it to be. It might be that moment where they decide, right, I'm actually going to launch the business that I've been putting off or, you know, like maybe I want to get serious about my footy or whatever it is. It's like, yeah, they can implement some of these habits and then they can, you know, like this isn't going to take them to those places, but this could be the thing that they go, right, if I implement these strategies and it gives me a bit more energy and it gives me this and I get clearer, then I can do another program or like, you know, invest into study from whatever it is with their business or whatever. And then it might just set them on a different trajectory or one that they've been thinking about and just haven't pulled the trigger on. Um, And like you said, it's important to have those girls nights, boys nights. Hopefully for the people out there, I'm just fucking making your benders better because we all know, like, if you're down and you're, like, stressed and stuff, yeah, the first few beers are always go down well and you're up and about. But, like, you know, you wake up with a hangover and anxiety the next morning because you haven't got all your other shit sorted. Whereas if you've... Where you have those nights where you go out with your friends and if if everything's going well during the week, you can actually let your hair down and go, oh, fuck it, I'm going to eat shit food, I'm going to drink piss, and I'm not going to worry about it. And you actually enjoy it better. So hopefully people just fucking thank me because uh, (laughs) I've managed to turn their benders and their nights out to have more fun. So even if that's the the least that I do. It's it's a very good point. (laughs) I can definitely attest to that. You know, you wake up Sundays and you're just like, shame, guilt, anxiety, rather than, you know, if you're in a good headspace, you wake up, you're like, heck, it was that night. Yeah, like, exactly. Um, you laugh about it, you express it, and you just, what that does is allows you to move on. It allows you not to get stuck in whatever you're stuck in already, but you just tried to put a mask on it for, you know, a certain period of time. And I think, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really important message and it's one probably I, I would like to, you know, move forward personally, try and um, convey because this black and white world that we sometimes live in is not no the black and white world people try and make this world to be it's not we, we live in gray we yeah, feel, that's just reality we yeah. live in gray if you look at i don't know i don't want to go too deep with this because that's not what we're kind of here for but without you know drinking and drugs you don't have people trying to help people so there's this the yin and yang of, of the way the world works and that's why there's gray and you know working in the space i work in you know, I work with um, some people who are, are very ill, but without that, you, you don't find certain things for other things. So there's there's always a purpose and a point, and I think that's what this what you're doing is really good at. It's not it's not trying to change the world, but it's just giving an individual um, the chance to change theirs if if they want to. Yeah, exactly. Um, you only no one's coming to help you. Yeah, like you've you've got to take the actions to help yourself in anything. Like yeah. the circle of people that will be there, you know, when shit hits the fan is very very small. But you know, like alternative, like ultimately, to make any change in the life, you're the one who's got to do it. But I think there's awesome people like yourself out there, and a lot of different charities and stuff that, um, you know, and educators and people out there that do awesome work and you know, hell of a lot more than me and like, you know, like that have these services available to help people, you know, people are willing to help you. You've got to be the one who takes the actions, but there's so much different resources and things out there that, you know, if you look like 
you can sort of find those resources. So hopefully this is one of those um, that resonates with a certain amount of people. And, you know, there'll be people that come to me and people in comments and stuff that DMs that have already been sent that is definitely not for me. Like, it's I can't help them. It's like I have to pass them on, you know, go and speak to a therapist, go and speak to a trained professional psychologist or whatever, which is fine because even I just might have created that first initial like oh, I'm going to send a message to somebody you know like I need a bit of help here so I'm definitely happy to be that person and you know create that pathway I guess and there we are. so like well done to you because um you've obviously created a space where people feel they can be vulnerable with you like that that's a big thing for people to reach out it's actually the biggest thing because yeah. they've probably been sitting on that for months or weeks or, or years for some people so it's huge to be able to do that and then to even recognize um, like my program probably isn't the right in terms of for now for you yeah you need to be you know out there and that could they could because they respect you they've respected you enough to um speak to you they go yeah you're right i need to go see someone you know more professional because this is deeper this is a lot deeper within and um maybe doing the, the mind health bender would have worked three years ago but now i'm in this space so i think that's very um valuable yeah resources resource and tool for everyone to know and to have because as you said you can't and this isn't to help everyone because we're all so different we're all on a spectrum and um clearly the fact that um incidents of drugs and alcohol um causing damage and also deaths and then depression anxiety and stuff all of this stuff clearly there's room for this in in the space because there's so many people that still want the help yeah definitely. and that's that's just the reality of this space there'll, there'll always be a space for it as long as we're, we're alive yeah. <laughs> i can't see it changing too quickly um but there's always going to be that and i think what you've done and what you've created um definitely hits a gap in the market and it's one where i think it can help a lot of people prevent a lot of people from going to the deep darker places and that's where i see it being really um impactful across um the next five ten years in in you know our small little town and our small little yeah um, well country called australia <laughs> yeah hopefully yeah and hopefully it's that early intervention that that does do that like that would that is definitely my help that people Oh, my hope that yeah people will it'll stop them from like sinking further but not only that it'll help them improve their well-being so part of this the ethos with positive psychology is because there's so much great work with psychology dealing with all the illnesses and stuff is that like it's not only looking at like that but it's how do we improve our experience and how do we actually improve our well-being so we get more out of life and experience you know the better feelings more often so it's like positive psychology sometimes you say that to people and they think it's airy fairy or whatever i think the best way to describe it and like the um the best visual for me is like um sue draw up this it's like a you know picture a heart monitor or whatever and if you you draw the lines down they're the low points in your life and then the the lines up at the, the high points and it's about just the low points is just making them not as deep and softening them so they're over quicker and then the high points making them a bit higher and drawing them out so they're like 
more prolonged. So you're experiencing the high moments for longer yeah. um, and the low points for, lo- for less of a time yeah. um, and not as severe because the, the fact that, you know, you're thinking you're always going to be happy and stuff is just false. Like it's, yeah, uh, yeah like you're always going to go through the flat time. So it's little strategies that you can implement that will just soften it a little bit and just make you cut like, you know, help yeah. you get out of it um, a bit quicker. So yeah, I guess before I've got a couple of questions to finish off, but that's where come where these um, small, you know, things that people put in their tool belt um, from the weekend itself through all these videos they might be great for like 12 months but then something might come along in their life and just sort of rattle the cages and they go hey i'll watch this video and did this breath work all right i'm gonna just jump into that for five minutes just to sort of help me get through this moment because essentially those feelings of happiness and sadness they're just moments they they all pass yeah but it allows you to pass through that so yeah you might spend a couple hundred bucks on this weekend um to get it done but it might save you a bucket load of cash down in the future as well. And I think that's what a lot of people see with these programs. They're like, oh, they're pretty expensive. It's like, yeah, but if you get one breathwork tool out of it, which helps you get through one day of work, which might, you know, save you or gather you 200, 300 bucks because you worked, well, it's already paid for itself in that way. And I think a lot of people probably don't see this stuff and I hope they do. I hope listening right now they can see these type of programs and workshops they are investments into your future and you may not use it that week or that month but you may use it in the future or you may be able to help someone else with it yeah exactly and that's why well that's why i made the program 350 dollars was deliberate because it's like you drop 350 on a bag no questions asked so you know hopefully people don't see that as expensive some people will it's (laughs) up to them like you know like i've the courses that I did were <laughs> thousands and thousands of dollars. So it's, yeah, I mean, that's subjective up to people what they sort of think, but yeah, with that value. And I guess the thing with the videos in there, I think we touch on like 16 topics or whatever it is, is that you might fly through some of them and the the point is not to implement every single one of them. So at the end of the bender, we sit down and you draw out your personal plan and you're literally just encouraged to write two or three what are two or three things that resonated with you the most out of all this information that you're going to implement right fucking now, like do it right now. And you might like look at the meditation and mindfulness one and go, whatever, like it's got nothing to do with me. But then the gratitude one might hit you or like the regulating your emotions. Like that one, that's the most powerful one for me that I've ever done and implement all the fucking time, especially with kids. And like, you just like that few breaths and stuff like that. So that has had the biggest impact on my life, but you know, it's just a gateway. So you might do one of the five minute videos and go, all right, well, I've never really known anything about this. Then that opens up the door and you could go extreme on that. You could find the experts in that area and I'm going to put out heaps of resources of like, you know, if your meditation, I already mentioned it in the program, like you should go and source out these people because they've spent their whole career. So like one subject in the course, people spend their whole career just researching that one thing, like sleep, for instance, there's neuroscientists out there that spend their whole career on how to improve sleep. So like there are experts out there in every little thing, but if you tried to do that for every every topic you you nobody can do it there's got to be experts yeah so this is just a little snippet from each but you don't have to it's like i hate cooking right like 
but I, eat, I love eating good food. So like, I don't have to know anything <laughs> about fucking cooking or food or anything to know what I like and what I can implement. And I see it the same way as like, you might just learn a little strategy that helps you sleep better and you go, fuck, this is like, you know, changing my life already because I, I don't need to know the science behind it. We give you um, a bit of the science. So the videos go between five and 10 minutes to keep people, yeah. um, their attention, stuff like that. You don't want to bore the fuck out of people. But it's also important to give them some facts. Yeah. So the the frame line of each video will like you've obviously seen them, but is like introducing you to an idea, showing you what the science is behind it, and then giving you an implement like a strategy you can implement straight away yeah. that day. So that's the framework behind every single video. It's just touching on a little bit of the science. So it's enough for you to go, yeah, I believe this is true, and it's all delivered by psychologists or reviewed and stuff like that. Um, so why wouldn't it be? But yeah, that was the important thing that all right, will open you up to all these things. And then whatever you resonate with might be two things out of the whole weekend. And then suddenly you might do that for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, it might introduce you to a strategy that you do for the rest of your life. So yeah, it's definitely worth an investment in your time. Is there anything else you'd like to add to this chat um, before we wrap it up? And I'll have one final question after that. Um, no, not really. Was, yeah, I think it's been good. Uh, I've touched on fair few things I, I was interested coming into it yeah just to hear your thoughts about like i said about that crossover yeah um and yeah i think you've given me a lot of confidence as well that yeah like it can probably help even more people than what i had envisioned and um yeah like you said also when you live it and you breathe it and you study it you think sometimes you think surely everybody knows <laughs> this or whatever but you gotta remind yourself that like you know like you've been studying it and watching it and doing it every day. Like sometimes it can seem a bit simple, but yeah. like it's those simple things that you can, can be aha moments for people because they definitely were for me, so. And there's two, you know, I guess there's two things on that before I ask the final question is the science is ever changing because of the reality of the world we live in is changing. And then we also, and I'm in this space a lot and watch a lot and study a lot and read a lot. I still don't know everything. Oh, no, yeah. So there's still programs like this, which I, I'll go and do programs or workshops and three quarters of it, I'll be like, I know that. And I implement that or I don't implement because that doesn't work for me. And then the other quarter, I'll be like, didn't know that. I've got something, and I've got something. So it's always sort of worth just trying things in a way because, I mean, you don't want to try everything because again, that'll take up your whole life and that creates burnout and stress and then yeah exactly you, you need to find another program for that yeah so, um yeah that's they're, they're two little takeaways so my, my last question is you know how do people reach out to you and um yeah, pretty simple that's a pretty simple question yeah right um yeah if you want to abuse me go on tiktok for sure because that seems to be the uh the hunting ground where you just get stuck into me which is most of it's funny some people are a bit triggered and have gone a bit hard but whatever um, but yeah, like all the social medias is Mind Health Bender um, or mindhealthbender.com is the website um, that you can go to there and you can find the program, um, all the social medias. Nick at mindhealthbender.com is my email address. Um, so yeah, pretty much online. It's an online course. So that's that's where I am and people can seek it out. And you know, there'll always be different as, the, as it progresses, I've got plans to include 
more content, more information and more little programs, but the whole ethos behind everything that I'm going to do is going to be short, sharp, actionable things. So everything I do will be obviously tied back to mental health, but it'll be short, sharp, actionable things that you can tie in and um, implement into your life really quickly because there's a lot of great people out there that talk about the extremes and, you know, like Wim Hof and his ice baths and all that sort of stuff. So these are just little snippets and little actionable steps. So, yeah. If uh, people are listening and... Because I think a lot of my listeners fall into the, the category of um, sporting people and people in that in that bracket that you're looking at, if you've got to this point and listen the whole way through, like I heavily urge you to jump on and, and give the program a go um, because it's something that, that I... It's something I got something out of it and a lot of the people that listen know that I do a lot of stuff in this space so if i can get something out of it i'm sure you guys as listeners can so i just want to um yeah urge you guys to you know reach out give give it a crack you got nothing to lose um and lastly i just want to thank you for the chat and uh, i look forward to whatever's to come in this space for you and yeah, no, i appreciate it good work thanks for listening to power strength and vulnerability the mental health podcast If anything in this podcast has brought up difficult feelings, please call Lifeline on 13 1144. For any further information, or if you want to bring your story to life, contact Shane at shane at vitalityfit.com.au. That's V-I-T-A-L-I-T-Y-F-I-T-T dot com.au.